0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston, my name is Louie. I'm Preston. If you haven't been one of the lucky selected few to hear some of our beta test episodes and some of our original attempts, this has been a long time coming. We are reporting officially live from The Trap House. We are at Preston's new studio, in his studio apartment. and. You know, we're just out here. We've soundproofed this room pretty well. I'm excited though. Me too. It really has been a long time coming how long have we been talking about this? We've been just talking
1: about a podcast for years. Yeah. We've been talking about this podcast for like a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sounds about right. And we've been
0: trying to do it for at least like six months. Yes. Yeah. We were trying to do it like at the beginning of summer and We were just so fucking busy, somehow more so during the summer than now.
1: It's life. Yeah. You know, but now we have a studio, and I think that just kind of makes it consistent.
0: Yeah, we have a place to go now. Because before we were like, you know, going to different spots. We recorded in uh, three different spots uh, for different beta tests, like sound checks type of thing. Yeah. But now we're here. We're in an official space and we're ready to get this going. So, today, I think that we deliberated a lot on what the first episode should be about. Mm -hmm. And we decided that what would be most genuine to us would be music.
1: Yeah, it's not like too political, not too specific, it's broad it's philosophical <laughs> it can be it can be it really when can we're be. talking about it it can be <laughs> music is like fucking eating like i need music in my life
0: like it's weird like even when i'm like uh being social i'll sometimes feel like man i wish i was listening to music right now yeah definitely so the first thing i have written down is uh background music so what what did you
1: grow up listening to what were you put on to as a child my dad listened to like heavy metal and classic rock mm-hmm. so i listened to a lot of that that was on like my ipod shuffle was a playlist that he made me so it was a lot of classic rock mm-hmm. but like my uncle listened to a lot of psychedelic rock so mm-hmm. i also had some influence from that and just like folk music from my family because mm-hmm. my grandma's from West Virginia and like that we would w- listen to her sp- like play that on guitar. My uncle would play folk music on guitar. So that's like, awesome. So uh, definitely more traditional roots, but I think you're the person that got me into rap music. Like I didn't like what I thought was rap music. Yeah, before because there's
0: definitely a perception of it especially for us because we're not as exposed to it as some people that have been listening to it their whole lives. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, there's this perception that you have to break through where you do think it is kind of simplistic and you don't think about how much really goes into it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to backtrack for a second. Uh, heavy metal. That's not particularly traditional. no, no, no. no. But like... What kind of heavy metal were you being put onto when
1: you were... Like, my dad definitely listened to, like, screamo metal music.
0: And you were put on
1: to that? that I kind of like some of it, yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely think some of it's good. Like, just fun, like, blast the volume as much as you can Mm -hmm. type shit. I've always been put on to, like, some modern
0: shit by my mom. Mm -hmm. Because she's the one of my parents that's... You know she fucks with that kind of shit more she likes the newer music more than my dad does because my dad will only listen to classic rock pretty much and it feels like the same 10 classic rock songs too so I agree. growing up the, the classic rock was cool i'm well versed in it at this point you know hotel california all that shit all that yo but uh my mom I remember she was playing like Gold Digger for me back in the day. Nice. It was uh, it was like the censored version because hey, who Because we'd be listening to like CDs that she got at Target. Nice. But, I mean, I was still put onto that at an early age. I remember this isn't as early of an age, but uh, Swimming Pools by Kendrick that was on one of the CDs she got. So nice. I was I was put onto some things. Yeah. At an earlier age, but. It was really uh, when I got, like, a phone and I started rebelling against what my parents would play. Like, in middle school, I don't talk about this very much, but I was a big, like, electronic music guy. Oh, my.
1: And that was just the I was just of, listening to a lot of, like, emo shit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Arctic Monkeys, Green Day. <laughs> yeah. Edgy, emo-y. Mm-hmm. Middle school. Yeah. I think middle school was just like, middle school was just
0: like a terrible time for music for all of us, especially like when we grew up, because when we were in middle school, it was literally like the shittiest pop music that we were listening to. It was like when electronic music was really big, because this was like in 2012, 2013, 2014, that kind of shit, Mm -hmm. because that was like the era of like internet music, like Skrillex and shit like that. I do shit
1: on YouTube and become famous. That's how it worked. And I think there
0: is something really cool about that that Oh yeah, just shit was popping up out of nowhere like that. But when I was uh starting to like get into high school, that was when my music tastes would change a lot more towards rap. I listened to some in middle school, but high school is when I like became like a white hip-hop. head.
1: Yeah. I feel like there are a lot of people like that, though, you know, and Mm -hmm. I, we were talking about stuff coming from YouTube, just like the age of the internet has made music more accessible to people in general. Yeah. And like, not just performance wise, but like, kids listening to music of their own at a younger age, Mm -hmm. finding what they like versus listening to what their parents play for them. Like that totally changes things for how tastes develop. Do you think that
0: the kids now are gonna have a lot more like, I don't know, developed taste since they have like iPads and shit at such a young age that they have the ability to listen to their own music at a young age. I didn't have the ability to listen to my own music at such a young age because I
1: didn't even have a phone till sixth grade. Yeah, same here. I didn't. No, I, I agree. I do think it will affect it. I mean, just like look at TikTok and look at how many specifically TikTok famous artists there are. Yeah. Oh. A lot of them seem to be just releasing music that is going to translate to that platform. Well, mm-hmm. though I've listened to some of their songs, I think some of their songs are actually good too. Mm-hmm. So, like, it just changes how quickly culture can progress mm-hmm. and change. Like, from when we were kids to now Mm -hmm. the culture shifted and it hasn't even been long enough for us to be an entirely different generation you know like
0: well it really does make us sound like old heads talking about no but like just because of how realistically how much has shit changed in the past like 10 years i mean we're talking about 10 years ago like it was fucking the dinosaur age or something And it kind of was the dinosaur age of the internet. It was so different. Even more recently, like back uh, when SoundCloud was a big thing Mm -hmm. and new artists like X and Uzi and people like that were just seemingly coming out of nowhere
1: and getting millions and millions of views and listens. Everything being online makes it so easy for us to change. like what we're into, when you can find something new online mm-hmm. whenever you want, because mm-hmm. if there is something you're curious about, it's probably out there, mm-hmm. you know? So, wanna listen to some really weird music? There's probably somebody making that specific type of music for you. Mm-hmm. And
0: I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, think about how much of the internet's enabled, like, really, like, weird shit like that, that, you know, no label in their right mind would think, "Oh, let me sign this person to a multi-million dollar deal, but people are still able to find them because you know, streaming is a thing
1: yeah it's it's like writing, you know, you don't have to have a publisher to publish a book now. Mm-hmm. you can just fucking self-publish. Yeah. You can kind of do the same thing with music now and it's amazing, but also definitely can be disorienting I don't know what my siblings listen to. Yeah. I'm not sure what my little brother would be listening to while he plays video games. He's into anime. I can't imagine being into anime at his age, but, like... (laughs) He's probably listening to that, uh, anime music thing. Dude, some of it
0: slaps, though. It, like, like, goes hard. Some of it definitely does. I can't even lie. But it's not what I particularly want to listen to. No. I have a thing where... I don't know how you listen to music, but I, uh... I listen a lot for lyrics yeah which is weird to say being that I was just talking about listening to like electronic music back in middle school but mm-hmm. lyrics are what make me connect to the music more than anything lyrics are what make me like remember a song like, I think it can be catchy or whatever but that's why yeah. I'm not so drawn to like music in different languages like that
1: cuz yeah see I think it depends There are times where I'm like, okay, lyrically, this is great, but instrumentally kind of lacking or like rhythm wise or something, something else is missing, even if they're a lyrical genius. But like there are other times where the lyrics don't matter because they're a master at their instrument Mm -hmm. or just working with what they have. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I like songs in other languages, even if I'm not understanding it, because like the rhythms there. and feelings there you know Mm -hmm. and that's i think that matters more yeah i'm not saying that i like hate (laughs) music in a different language but like like, i totally get i just can't be liking not understanding
0: it all right you want to talk about kanye (laughs) (laughs) of course
1: (laughs) when do i not want to talk about kanye I think, he's, I think he's a
0: genius. I think he's been off the meds recently. Recently as in... Past, past few years. Year, past few years, yeah. I think... Uh, I personally think that his mental state has been in a state of decline since his mother died. Yeah. And it's kind of reaching ahead with this new album he released, called... Named after his late mother. Mm-hmm. That, that's his mother's name, Donda West. He's become a big uh, uh, Christian uh, entrepreneur, we'll say it like that. He's changed his focus a lot in the past few years. But uh, I think that him becoming so devoutly Christian and saying that he's only making Christian music now yeah. and uh, not allowing like cursing even yeah. on his album. Like I think that's really interesting. I think it's uh kind of weird. I do think it's kind of weird. I think part of it is uh, uh trying to clean up his image mm-hmm. after some of the shit he said.
1: Maybe, maybe. But I I maybe it's just trying to be weird because that also gets attention. Like,
0: yeah, marketing. Yeah, marketing himself. I think he probably does that a lot. That's something that he's done his whole life: being outrageous and being Kanye. Yeah, and I can't be mad at that. No, but just clout chasing like that, like people just kind of give it a pass because it is Kanye. When you know, when six nine does it, like it's a problem. But are they really that different? No, 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 they're not. But that's why they like each other. That's why but anyways, uh. They understand. There's a song on Donda called Jail Part Two. There's a Jail Part One with uh, Jay-Z on it. That was a anticipated song because they haven't worked together in a while because uh, Jay didn't really like Kanye doing the whole MAGA shit, the whole uh, you know slavery was a choice shit. Mm -hmm. So you can't blame them for that, but they're back together now. Uh, as if nothing happened, you know, as musicians do. Jail Part Two is pretty much the exact same song, but instead of Jay Z feature, it has the baby, which is interesting. Interesting, <laughs> but it also has Marilyn Manson. Yeah, and if you don't know who Marilyn Manson is, he's a Satanist. Straight up. And he's done some wild shit in his career, definitely. Have you listened to much Marilyn Manson in your life? No. That's kind of like uh heavy metal, edgy shit. Edgy shit, yeah. I've never particularly liked his music, but (laughs) you know, he's always been like a, a pop culture figure. Yeah. He's always been referenced in like The Simpsons and shit like that.
1: But What do you think about that? Do you think having uh, a Satanist on your album that you're Christian and be like, I'm a good Christian? Yeah, on your literally
0: like Christian album, Tribute to Your Mother, where Um, you don't allow any cursing. He literally like cuts out like the cursing in people's verses. Really? It's like, you know, like the, uh, it's like those uh, CDs that my mom would get. It would just be edited to the clean version. Yeah, exactly. It would have made more sense to do it that way, where he just told the artist not to curse beforehand, but instead he's just kind of cutting up their verses. I'd be kind of mad if I listened to the album and I didn't hear it beforehand and it was just like wow half of my verse is gone
1: (laughs) it just seems disrespectful yeah but like also hilarious at the same time because it really would make so much sense to be like hey guys i'm trying to be clean here no cursing please but no just let them go for it and then fucking scratch all of it because i feel like a lot of these people could do
0: like a good clean verse if they wanted to but instead it Cuts out. Yeah. Maybe
1: that's the point, though. Maybe it's part of the image of like.
0: Maybe because it's Kanye, you know, he's doing it on purpose. I'm just saying. You just gotta
1: stay woke. Stay tapped in to that <laughs> Kanye mentality of like it's all got a meaning. <laughs> it really could though. It could be like it could specific to say, okay, I'm gonna let other people do their like. Does he? He probably doesn't curse on it. Mm-hmm. Right. So he's not cutting anything he's saying out, but he's cutting things that other people are saying out. So, like, that's kind of specific. Especially if you're getting people on there. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's trying to diss everybody that was on that.
0: (laughs) just fucking going for it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he's just uh, saying, this is my shit, I can do whatever I want.
1: That's always been Kanye's mentality, though. Yeah, exactly.
0: But, yeah, I think... uh, Marilyn Manson takes at least some credit away from him being like Christian like that because isn't that flying directly into the face of what he's talking about? I think the baby's kind of a weird feature too because I don't know if you know this but he's in controversy recently because he was saying some homophobic shit at his set at Rolling Loud so uh you know he kind of got he kind of got canceled for that so it's just kind of a weird time for Kanye to be like I need to baby Marilyn Manson on this song that I already have yeah yeah
1: actually yeah
0: it's head scratching more than anything I can't be mad at it because I can't comprehend
1: that what does it all mean why Kanye why it's just funny because he's fucking Kanye
0: it's just funny hearing uh, his fans try to explain the shit he's doing by being like, I've heard some crazy shit from his fans like, so his album got like delayed like repeatedly, repeatedly yeah. over and over and over again, and every time he did like a live show for it, people were like, oh, it's it's supposed to drop right afterwards, <laughs> and and people were saying like. The three shows that he did were supposed to represent like one was supposed to be like heaven, one was supposed to be fuck? like purgatory <laughs> and the last one was supposed to be like hell and that's why like Marilyn Manson was there and it's like, uh, okay, that's fucking silly
1: that is silly. Like whatever, but would he do that?
0: I don't know. I'm sure he'd ride with it as yeah. opposed to just not making any sense whatsoever but <laughs> people just make like so many excuses for the shit that he does
1: no he's he's definitely an egomaniac but like we live in a society that kind of worships that mm-hmm. being, you know, a one-man show, pop cultural icons like absolutely that. Like,
0: we hold them to that pedestal. It makes sense that they hold themselves the same way. Wouldn't you?
1: I I think that there's a difference between, like... I I don't know where I saw this, but it was talking about the difference between, like, being famous because of a sport versus being famous because of a talent. Like, if you are famous for a sport, it's because you worked really fucking hard. Mm -hmm. But if you're famous because you have innate talent Mm -hmm. and you're surrounded by people telling you how talented you are versus people in an athletic setting who are always pushing you mm-hmm. to be better and better, Yeah, it creates a different mentality. Because that's why, that is why a lot of athletes are so humble
0: because, you know, they understand that it's not a granted like that. But people like Kanye can be like, well, I've just always been great. I'm just
1: fucking Kanye. Like, that is the mentality they can have is I am the greatest. That makes a lot of sense. I am me. Yeah. Versus I have had to work and be pushed and push myself mm-hmm. to get where I am. There is a
0: uh, an intersectionality to both of those things. Because yeah. uh, you know, a lot of musicians don't have that natural Kanye, God given talent where you're just clicking from the moment that you start rapping or singing or whatever you do. Yeah. And, you know, the same way, like there are some athletes that Don't have to work as hard because it's just what God gave you. Yeah, but I mean that makes sense why the mentalities are different because a lot of athletes aren't like
1: no they all crazy Kanye egotistical types like you know Shaq and any athlete I'm going to I would rather meet like an athlete who's the best of the best at their sport than meet some smug fucking Hollywood type celebrity. Because he probably learn more from that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you're not full of yourself, you're not going to be like just talking from your experience. You're going to be talking like a human being. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Giving like practical advice. Facts. That's why I love like Snoop Dogg and shit because he does. He's He's like seems like a human being still. Mm-hmm. Very down-to-earth. Yeah, very down-to-earth guy. I've told you the thing where it's like uh, one of his favorite things is Pop-Tarts, right? Are they? He fucking has a stash of like a bunch of different flavors of Pop-Tarts because he loves them, has loved them since he was a kid. His kids love them. His grandkids love them. So he just has like a pantry full of (laughs) Pop-Tarts. Like that's how adorable and human, you know? Mm Kanye doesn't have a bunch of fucking Pop-Tarts. Pop Tarts. <laughs> Kanye <laughs> doesn't have a pantry full of Pop Tarts. <laughs> he probably eats out like all the fucking time, doesn't have anything in his fridge. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's not normal. Or, or he has like a personal chef,
0: which he probably also has. He probably
1: also has a personal chef. Do you think Kanye's cooked himself a meal in the past like 10 years? <laughs> maybe, uh,
0: maybe like the first night that Kim kicked, or, kicked him out. <laughs> He was like, he had to like, you know, uh, (laughs) I imagine he was alone in like a hotel room and he was having to like microwave some like TV dinner and he was just like, man, this is what, this is what life has come to. So I'm tired of talking about just Connie now. We're going to kind of transition. Let's move on. talk about Drake and we'll also be talking about Kanye in this conversation but I want to start off with the album cover they are they are all fucking pregnant
1: emojis they are pregnant emojis I didn't even catch that I just saw a bunch of women when I like first saw it I guess now now that I'm seeing it though they're all on their fucking belly and but different it, colors and shit. Isn't that horrible? That's really weird.
0: It's pseudo progressive though, because they're all like different colors. Maybe he's saying like, I don't, I don't care, baby. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what color your skin is. I care about the content of your character. Oh, <laughs> that's some shit that Drake would be on, but that's an awful cover. And yeah. I'm glad there's not, I don't think there is like an actual pregnant emoji like that. There might fucking be. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure
1: that he just like edited Just made it like that. Dude, I am so glad that there is not a pregnant emoji in my phone. (laughs) (laughs) I had to go look. (laughs) I would have fucking like destroyed my phone instead of having that shit on.
0: Imagine dropping the pregnant emoji in like a casual conversation. Just having somebody How do you be like, once of the, the fuck? pregnant emoji, <laughs> probably yeah. says a lot about your character. So, uh, Drake just dropped, Drake drops like shortly after Kanye, less than a week after Kanye. People say that uh, Kanye decided to drop right before Drake just to like steal some thunder mm-hmm. away. And it seems like it kind of has. That's a product of this beef that they're having they've apparently been wrapped up in it for a while they used to be you know tight homies they used to be like neighbors like they both lived in this neighborhood called calabasas in california that's like where all the multi-billion dollar rich motherfuckers live yeah and they were supposed to have like a uh, collaboration album at one point, but there's been some stuff behind the scenes. I think there's been a lot of stuff going on. But besides the fact that pop stars don't really make diss tracks, Drake actually leaked a Kanye j- diss track towards him. Help us. Oh. Hey, Miss Donda, you run and tell my mama. Please tell her I said
1: say something. I'm starting to believe in such, such things as heaven's thing comin'. What are your first reactions? I actually really fucking like it. Yeah. I the top comment for the video said like this reminds them of old Kanye, and I kind of feel that. Like I, I kind of do too, too. And I like old Kanye. I think that's when he was at his best. Yeah, it is like just some classic fucking shit. So, Andre uh, was on
0: that song, Andre 3000 of uh, Outcast Fame. He apparently didn't know that Kanye was going to turn that into like a diss track at Drake. Yeah. He like released a statement and he said that the song was different when he recorded it. Yeah. It didn't have the shit dissing Drake. He said that like he loves Drake. Yeah. And it's kind of a weird vibe that Andre's talking about like his own late mother and yeah.
1: father too, like in relation to Kanye's mom. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of. And I think that would, that's a sick concept. And I think that, that if is he put up. that on, I
1: want to hear what it was like when Andre listened to it though. Like I to bet that, that that's fire. I bet it is too. I bet it's significantly better than what I just listened to. And if it is,
0: cause if Kanye ties it in more about his mother, that would be beautiful absolutely like an actual tribute like that yeah instead of just a because i think andre's verse is beautiful yeah and to just that's use my favorite it, part of it and to just use it like a diss track like honestly kanye doesn't diss drake even throughout like the entire song like it's just really it's like kind a of few yeah. lines about it it's still used in that
1: way and that's I, kind I of what i'm talking mean. about is red hat and like that was kind of the most obvious one yeah you know if drake has said that that's when he had a problem started having problems with kanye like
0: i don't know if he said that but i think that's part of it i mean that's when yeah no a lot of music people
1: wouldn't you you know yeah (laughs) like i definitely would my friend starts talking some crazy shit i definitely be like all right love you man Hope you feel better.
0: Like, <laughs> you know, like if I was on some of the shit that Kanye was on, I'd totally expect you to do the same thing. Yeah. Like you can't be mad at somebody for doing that. No. And that's that's actually why uh, Kanye said that he put the baby on his album because he was the only one that publicly said that he would vote for. Him. So he that's feels funny. like not only does Drake probably not support what he was talking about, He might not even care about it, but because Kanye expects people to support him on his foolishness.
1: Yeah, because he thinks he's the best. Like, he really does. And it would be understandable that he does, because I'm sure he's been told that a lot. So,
0: yeah, I kind of feel bad for Andre, honestly. Mm -hmm.
1: No, like I said, I bet that song was beautiful when he listened to it. And to see it become something like that would definitely be upsetting.
0: I don't know if you noticed this too, but there was cursing in this song too, not just by Andre, but Kanye said, uh, that fish stick line again,
1: but yeah,
0: (laughs) that's that's such an iconic line. That's comedy that he brought it back just for that. Yeah. Just to say, fuck you again, South Park riders. I can not forget
1: that shit. He is salty about it. I love South Park. South Park's pretty fun. You know what's amazing about South Park? Well, this might be entirely unrelated, but who okay. gives a fuck? Um, part of why they're ma- able to make episodes that are so relevant to what's happening is because their production is incredibly easy. The way they have all their characters downloaded into the thing, mm-hmm. and like because they started off using paper to make their characters, mm-hmm. they just do it digitally now it's so easy to throw an episode together Yeah. that all they have to do is really record it and then they're able to just throw the animation and, like, it's nothing. That's That's why they're able to make super relevant episodes. I didn't know that that for a long time. I never found that out. I was like, oh, shit, makes sense.
0: That has always been one of the best things about the show, just, like, how topical
1: they can be. Yeah, instead of having to, even predict the future like The Simpsons, you know? But, yeah, that that whole beef is stupid, honestly. (laughs) I agree. I always think it's a little ugly when there's beef inside, like, music like that. Yeah. Like, it takes away from it for me, personally. Yeah. I totally get listening to a diss track, though, and, like, getting into the, the like, fight. Because, yeah. like, you know, it can be interesting. It can be funny. It definitely can be fun. I'm the, I'm just here for the music. Like, I want to just enjoy that beautiful piece.
0: And instead. I think... I honestly think sometimes the beef can distract from the music Absolutely. because I think it kind of has yeah. with Drake sometimes where he tries to portray himself a certain way on his albums just because he has to worry about his public perception so much. Yeah. His public perception means a lot more than like you know some of these smaller people's public perceptions that beef a lot. Cause they don't care about what the soccer moms think. But when Drake Drake does some shit like this, it ends up like on the news. (laughs) Yeah, it's that level of fame. So we just re-listened to uh, Family Ties by Baby King and Kendrick Lamar. That's a track that I've been really excited about just
1: to get it fresh on the mind again. I'd already Mm -hmm. listened to it too, but. Yeah, no, it, it's just so fucking good. One of my co-workers said that they didn't like Baby King, and, like, I don't know what they even mean by that. I'm going to have to ask them, because I thought it was fucking great. I thought it was a great song overall. I said it sounded fun. Like, I can picture them in the studio just, like, vibing and going hard,
0: you know? I think they really were just vibing, because it... You can really tell they were just having fun in the studio. They were like... Because there's like the part where they go back and forth. There's uh, there's a couple of punchlines that are just goofy, yeah. I think. But I think that adds to the overall like enjoyability of the song. That's something Kendrick's gotten yeah. a lot better at too because he was really like... Well, he is like a serious artist. I, yeah. And he's been more serious in other parts in his career. But I think that he's... Doing a really good job recently of like sounding fun, yeah, and making it enjoyable for mainstream, absolutely, because without like like, sacrificing any of the quality,
1: I think there are plenty of rappers that do that too that are just like casual in the studio, mm -hmm. not even worried about it, yeah, and it comes through in the music and it makes it more enjoyable, it adds to the character of it. That's a lot of uh popular
0: rap now, a lot of it is very carefree and i really like that i think that mm-hmm. it translates really well in like group settings it translates really well when you're just like you know partying having a good time
1: or if you're just like driving home you know just like any music that i can listen to in the car all the fucking time i consider great yeah because i will listen to the same playlist on repeat when i'm driving mm-hmm. and it is all just like chill rap Mm-hmm. it's just good because you can zone out but you can also have one song come on that automatically like brightens your fucking day yeah you know that you like sing along to yeah. don't give a fuck <laughs> you
0: get live in your car for a second mm mm-hmm. mhm I do that all the time <laughs>
1: it, I think it's just important it's those little moments
0: that get me through the day
1: I, they really are though like that's the secret to a happy life yeah just the little things and like music is part of that it, it really is like so simple but very powerful
0: in any situation music would make it more enjoyable mm-hmm. like in a party you want to have music uh when you're alone cleaning your house you want to have music
1: when you're dude i used to wear like one earbud all day like doing anything i could think of a song for doing just about anything yeah that's gonna help me zone in.
0: I'm always listening to music for real. That's the best thing about being on the campus, just walking around and listening to music. Yeah. Cause it can kind of be a vibe that way. Mm-hmm. It's not a vibe when you're thinking about like classwork and shit. And fucking it does, stressing. it
1: helps you z- like zone out. And that can be healthy. Like being too stressed. <laughs> just mentally detached. Hey, just, it's like meditation, except passive. Instead mm-hmm. of I'm gonna sit here and fucking breathe. I'm gonna <laughs> listen to this fucking song and get on with my day. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. Yeah. What else were we gonna talk about?
0: I think uh, I think that Kendrick and Baby Keem did a good job of making something that sounded like it was made for modern times. Mm-hmm. But there's a Baby Keem line that I really like, where he says that he's ducking the trends and. I think he's kind of spitting with that because a lot of his music is kind of weird yeah. and off-kilter and unique. It's unique trap music,
1: but like it's not trendy at all. No. like He, he just doesn't... It, like- it doesn't sound like anything else. And that is great. And I feel like even though he is saying that, I think he's also setting a trend. Mm-hmm. I think that will be a thing now. It's yeah. just fucking rap for fun. Yeah. And like be different because that's what I like about like some psychedelic rap and shit like that like get weird it's fun to like listen to somebody do something I haven't heard before absolutely Um, they definitely did some
0: things on there that I hadn't heard before like Kendrick doing amazing brother (laughs) like that's not something I've ever heard somebody do (laughs) something like that like it it's just very like abrupt it's very but it uh, was funny. It like it, it is, is cool. funny. <laughs> I think it's kind of hard. Yeah, but the first couple times I heard it I was definitely like what is the he fuck is doing? Cuz I try. I'm big on not like letting my favorite artist get away with like shitty music. Yeah. Like I don't think that just because someone's like my favorite that I have to like everything that they make. I agree. I, I can't i can't say anything bad about kendrick though yeah because he 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 does like weird creative shit like that like all the time yeah like you you said earlier we were talking about this off show uh that baby keem and kendrick sounded a lot alike, and mm-hmm. and you said that uh it sounds baby keem just sounds like another voice that kendrick does which he and does. He uses Kendrick, a lot of fucking voices. Kendrick does so many like wild, like <laughs> zany
1: voices. Yeah, and flows where it's just like,
0: damn, how, how, what the fuck is he even doing? Where here? is this coming from?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and it really does, and I think that's why it works though, mm-hmm. because it is like Kendrick just going back and forth with himself, even. Yeah, and that that's why. It sounds
0: so cohesive because they do sound so simple. Yeah, like you know, Baby Keem's the first part and Kendrick's that second part. But when they, tr- when they Start trade to, out yeah. off at the end, like either one of them could have said either thing. Absolutely. <laughs> and I'm not even particularly sure that I'm sure <laughs> which one is which when they do. I trade said out.
1: that kind of jokingly, but like it really is like they just the flow is there to where it could be the same person. Like if there was more of a pause, uh-huh. maybe, maybe it'd be easier to tell. but just it's back and forth mm-hmm. and it does. It's like they're playing with it. It it's sounds such a great. great flow. Yeah. I love that song. Uh, new favorite, honestly. It is a new so favorite. So is that uh, Kanye song though. Yeah. Even though it is like kind of weird, I think I'm going to listen to it again and again just to try to understand it. Because mm-hmm. like that's also fun for me in music is like mm-hmm. to try and wrap my head around some of the lyrics um, and why I like some weird shit where it's not obvious. Some people said that uh, Drake
0: dropped a better song <laughs> than any of his album. and <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> So it kind of backfired on that's us rough. in that way. That's rough. I think I saw a lot of people say that, actually. I
1: haven't listened to the Drake album. I I might do that later. It's alright. It's alright? It's alright. I heard that it was alright. I did hear that it was better than Kanye's, though.
0: I said it's better than Kanye's, just because both of them are just so long, and there are so many songs that I just never want to hear again. Yeah.
1: A lot of people are dick-riding, like, both of them, and... That, well, like you said, like I agree that it is important to check on your favorite artists. And if they release something you don't like, you don't have to like it. You don't have to like every song that somebody releases because you think that they're great. They could be on some fucking shit that day. Yeah. And I feel like you
0: can honestly like I feel like artists like if uh albums like received really bad like it's not going to be the same thing the next time, mm-hmm. you know. It's not like uh, a lot of times people do just fall off like that, but a lot of times there's just like a blip, yeah, in their discography or. And that's all right because there's just a really shitty humor. song, you know. Yeah, we all miss sometimes.
1: Right, there's this joke that I've heard where it's like talking about how some people can be frozen in history and like if you die at the peak of your fame you are remembered as perfect but like the real reason that you're remembered as perfect is because you didn't get to your period of imperfection you didn't get of a like you releasing a your shitty fame. christmas album or <laughs> fucking up in some other way absolutely you know and like i think that's very accurate there are plenty of famous people who have died in their prime and you know what good for them. Like, that, it works out in the end because they probably sell more because of that but they're dead afterwards. So they don't Hey, like it's for it. their families. It's it's for the kids. <laughs> it's for the kids. You know, like, yeah. it definitely that's preserves true. their quality versus getting to like a shitty diss track.
0: So, that's something interesting that you bring up. Posthumous albums. Mm-hmm. There have been a lot of artists recently that have died in their primes and you know they're all being the held East. to a similar regard because they were literally peaking when they died mm-hmm. like X, juice world pop smoke people like that they were literally like either on the come up or like peak popularity mm-hmm. their legacy was just you know almost set in stone yeah just
1: I, well it's like an artist you know like famous artists dies they make more after they die their paintings increase in value mm-hmm. after they die it's the same thing for music yeah you die you're essentially like bumped up to a different level just for some reason yeah it definitely adds value to your work maybe that's just a human thing that our society does and it's kind of fucked up after death uh like your your shit that comes out
0: is not really your it's yeah. some it's some compilation of shit that people around you or rather your label mm-hmm. <laughs> decide to put together so a lot of criticism has been put on like the families of these people by like the product that comes out because they'll do like a lot of the time it's a problem when they release music that didn't sound like anything they did when they were alive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times they make it like poppier. like they'll give it a yeah. marshmallow beat or do a leap feature. They did that for pop smoke. Oh, wow. And pop smokes infamous for being like, you know, I don't really fuck with anybody in music. Like I fuck with just the people that I'm working with right now. Yeah. And now, mm-hmm. Everybody's been featured on his shit after he's died. That's fucked up. But it is kind of like a catch 22 because at the same time, like, it is their families profiting off of their breadwinner that right. was gone too soon, you know?
1: And, and I think they kind of deserve that. Like, if that's part of the result of their life, like, I think that's fair. What like, you- the, the family at ed- At that point, that's like reconciliation for someone being gone too soon. Cause it really is a trend of like dying before you're 30 for a lot of famous people. Yeah. And it's sad. It is sad. Even though
0: a lot of musicians that I really like have died in their prime, I feel like music's still in pretty good hands with people like Baby Keem. There's a lot of like creativity Mm -hmm. in music and rap especially. A lot of like really unique artists like mainstream and underground because i mean i don't think that cardi right now sounds like anything else man we really could talk about music forever yeah, <laughs> yeah i was thinking that too but thank you all for listening uh we're gonna try and have this uploaded on soundcloud iTunes, Spotify, we're going to try and have it on every platform we can. We'll be
1: here same time next week. <laughs> Hopefully. Link should be in our Instagram profile somewhere. Thanks again.